we'll praise and honor you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Turn your Bibles, if you would, please, to Philippians chapter 2. I'm beginning to read in verse 5. I man told me years ago how to find uh, these books in the Bible that says uh, General Telephone Company. Escalation Ephesians. <laughs> so you find it that way. But if you would please, in Philippians chapter 2, I want to begin to read verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that the name of Jesus every knee should bow, things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Father, bless the reading now and study thy word to each one of us. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. I was sitting the last few days, I'm sure you all saw the balloon, uh, this across the United States, and I was watching it, and the background, how beautiful the sky was, as you was watching that thing float across the sky, and I thought one... Uh, of these verses, especially verse 9, God has highly exalted him. The number one purpose of God the Father in this universe is that Jesus Christ be glorified, in the, uh, which Jesus himself created. Uh, that's the universe. And they may glorified on this earth where man dwells, where man rebelled against God. Have you ever stopped and just thought as you looked up into the outer space what makes Earth so different than any other planets and stars? There's only one thing that I can find, and that's the death of Christ. I had a man call me here a while back, talking to me late in the night. He said, Preacher, do you think there's a life on other planets? I don't know. Don't really care. I, I care about this planet. And that's where I'm at. Amen. <laughs> But I know one thing. Uh, well, he said, what, may, what makes a difference in this planet and all the rest of it? The only thing that I can find is that Jesus Christ was sent to the earth to die for man's sins. And when you think of that, that's the only thing I can make, find that makes a difference in Jupiter and Mars and all the rest of it. Now, I, I, I don't know if there's little green men on some of them or what they are, but I do know one thing. What makes this planet different is that that causes men to look up into heaven and sing praises in the face of the Almighty God, the Creator, is the fact that Jesus Christ came here on this earth to die on a cross for man. Wherefore, God has highly exalted him. Verse 9 also says, And given him a name which is above every name. When you hear the name of Jesus Christ used as slang words and curse words, you got to remember this. The very one who used his name wrongly will one day face him 
personally and apologize and glorify that great name. Verse 10 says that at the name of Jesus, Jesus means Savior. Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, Before the birth of Jesus in Bethlehem, the angel said, Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Turn over to the book of Isaiah for a minute. The book of Isaiah chapter 7. Got an old Schofield Bible, page 719. If you find it real quick, why don't you look at one verse, and then we'll go to Isaiah 45. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. That's God with us. Now go to chapter 45 a minute. Chapter 45, begin to read in verse 21. Tell me, and bring them near. Yea, let them take counsel together. Who had declared this from an ancient time? Who had told it from that time? Have not I the Lord? And there's no God else beside me, a just God and a Savior. There's none beside me. Look unto me, and be ye saved all the ends of the earth. For I am God, and there is none else. I have sworn by myself, the word is gone out of my mouth, in righteousness, and shall not return. That unto me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear. Surely shall one say in the Lord, Have I righteousness and strength. Even to him shall men come, and all that are increased against him shall be ashamed. In the, in the Lord shall all the seed of Israel be justified, and shall glorify. All these verses tell us one thing. Matthew chapter 1, verse 22 and 23, says Jesus came in this world to be born. And I, I laughed at Brother Now, my former pastor, preached a sermon years ago when men was talking about going to the moon. And they was building spaceships to go to the moon. And he got up and preached a whole sermon one Sunday. Man will never go to the moon because the Bible says that the bounds and habitations of man uh, was formed by God. About two weeks later, they went to the moon. <laughs> and I never have. I thought about that a million times. Just about the time you say uh, something's not going to take place, it takes place. But what makes it, uh, the earth different than all the rest of them is that Jesus Christ came to this place. Amen? And we are to exhort the name of Jesus. Jesus is the only one that was and is God in the flesh. Emmanuel, Jesus, or Savior, and there's only one Savior, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. No other name on earth can men be saved by or through uh, except the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, what the, this is talking about here, I can't save you and you can't save me. The human family and all mankind is in the same boat together. It's sinking. Sin made a hole in it. All I can do, and you too, is pull something down with us. Only Jesus can save. Simply because He's God with us, Emmanuel. What a name. Now, once you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, you'll never forget that name. I was reading a story about a man he died and he's on his deathbed and he couldn't he, he had Alzheimer's real bad he couldn't remember none of his family's name and they they went to talk to him as he died 
And there's one name that he kept repeating, Jesus. Jesus. And I believe it all my soul, that's one name you'll never forget once you meet him. And verse 10 says, of things in heaven. Now you think about this for a minute. All, everything that God ever created, one day is going to bow the knee to the Lord Jesus. The archangel Gabriel. The more I read about him, the more I don't want anything to do with him. He's the greatest creature besides God that's ever been created. What a person, what a, a creature that's got to be. And yet he's going to bow. The seraphims with their six wings that's mentioned in the Bible, they're going to bow. All heavenly beings will one day bow at the name of Jesus, even the devil himself. And verse 10 also says, all things in earth. This means every atheist whoever said uh, there was no God. Every man, woman, or child whoever lived upon this earth would bow their knee one day to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 6 also says, and things under the earth. This does not mean, like the rationalists want us to teach, that ultimately everybody will be saved. No. Just because one day at the great white throne judgment, every murderer, every thief, every liar, every whoremonger, every homosexual, every fallen angel, even Satan himself, even the unsaved in hell will bow their name to the Lord Jesus. This does not mean they shall all be saved. It just simply means that God the Father is going to have His way. All His creatures will bow and worship Emmanuel, Jesus our Lord. God with us one of these days. Jesus will be exalted above every name. And verse 11 also says that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I don't know how many Jehovah's uh, uh, Witnesses I've witnessed to uh, since I've been saved and witnessing to people about being saved, and they don't believe that Jesus Christ is God in the flesh. But one day they will. One day. I, I, I led a lady to the Lord. I, one day I was just out in Dover, just going down one street after another, and knocking on doors and talking to people about the Lord and witnessing. This lady invited me in. I went in and sat down. And I, I said, I, can I take the Bible and show you how to go to heaven? She said, I wish you would, just like that. And we sat there at her table. I got to lead her to the Lord. We were rejoicing as she got saved. And her husband came in. And boy, he had a fit that a Baptist preacher was in his house and talking to his wife. And he said, you go in the bedroom and don't you come out and you get out of my house and don't you come back. And I walked out the door and I said, there's one thing, sir, before I leave. You can't take her salvation away from her. Amen. And she asked the Lord to save her. She's still saved. Now, the terrible agony in hell of the people that's there will be the knowledge that by that name they could have got saved too. Jesus gives two tremendous warnings in Scripture to every person. Be sure you know Him as your Savior, number one. Let me turn to Matthew chapter 7 for just a minute. These are very important verses to me because uh, I have people talk to me about 
uh, people being saved or not. Chapter 7. I want to begin to read, please, in verse 21. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say unto me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils? In thy name done many wondrous works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. What I'm saying is the one thing you better be sure of that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your Savior. The other thing is the way uh, to be His friend is by keeping His words and obey Him. John chapter 15 and verse 14. All through the Bible, I told a man the other day, I said, you know what the reason for this old book? There's only one reason for this old book. That God could reveal His Son to us human beings. That's what it's about. You don't have visions and dreams to know about God. You get in the book. And this whole book glorifies the Lord Jesus Christ. Every once in a while I go through the Bible and I just begin to read about types and figures. I love to read the Bible and study types and figures in the Bible. What I mean by that, if you start off in the in the, the book of Genesis, in the first chapter, in the beginning, God and the Spirit of God moved upon the faces of water, you find out that the Spirit of God moves in our lives through this to bring us to the Lord Jesus. And then you find that art is a type of Christ. If you get in Christ, you're saved. Same as people got in that ark, they were saved. And you can go right on through the Bible. Types and figures all the way through the animal sacrifices and the temple worship. And every part of that temple represented some part of the salvation of the Lord Jesus Christ. And right on through it, all the way to the book of Revelation, is mentioned the Lord Jesus Christ. And all it's for is to get all men everywhere to bow their knees to the Lord Jesus Christ. Now the sad thing about it is, and uh, witnessing the people, preaching all these years, I've come to the conclusion, everybody's not going to do that. Amen? But the pers- pers- purpose of God is that it, that's His purpose to get everybody to do it. Because one day, you're going to do it. You're going to bow your knee to Him and praise His name for being God in the flesh. Amen? You know what? I look forward to that great day. I've never seen such confusion as there is in the world right now. But I do know one thing. Jesus is coming back. And when He does come back, every knee then will bow and worship Him. I'm looking forward to that day. Amen? Stand with me, would you please? Father, we thank You for saving us. We thank You for clearing our mind by the Holy Spirit. Open our hearts and minds that we can know the truth from Thy Word. And at this time and for all eternity, we bow our hearts to You and worship You. You're the only one worthy of worship. Thank You, Lord, for saving our souls. Bless us, we pray tonight now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank You so much for being here tonight.